Durga's Fireside Chat, hosted by Priya Varadarajan. Hello everyone, I'm Priya and I'm part of Durga. Durga is a citizen sector organization that wants to build power and resilience in youth to act against sexual harassment in public spaces and also work towards a gender-just society. Towards this, we do various strategic activities around engaging with youth in various places like colleges, schools, events, online fora and also through active campaigning. To continue with our efforts in engaging with youth through the fireside chat, I will speak to gender justice activists across the country on their activism and inspiration to youth to further the movement. Do listen in, do share your thoughts and do write in to us whenever you have any issues around what you've heard, questions on what you've heard or how you understand issues of gender, gender justice or sexual harassment in public spaces. After 16 years of designing and facilitating interventions for youth-centric development, Kanika sees herself as an advocate for youth work in India, a passion that befits her current role as convener of Commutiny, the Youth Collective. Hi Kanika, thank you so much for your time with us at Engage. Through this conversation, we would like to know you a little more Kanika and also for everyone who's going to be listening to the podcast. So the first question to you would be to understand your journey of activism. How did that start? Uh, thanks, Priya. And yes, it's been uh, you know lovely. I just want to uh, also thank you once again for having us at uh, you know the Engage conference and uh, for allowing us um, actually the opportunity to interact with the large numbers of youth who were there. Uh, it was very inspiring, and what what just even as you frame what Durga does is uh, you know is very inspiring. So thanks, uh, lovely to be here and to be collaborating in some ways. Uh, so my journey, um, Priya. I'd say I think the most significant turning point. I feel there were bit, little bits of and flashes of what drew me into activism right from when I was in school. But um, I think perhaps the most significant turning point would be um, in 2002 when I had completed my graduation and I took a year off because, um, like many other young people, I had no idea what I wanted to do next. I had finished my graduation. I had no plan. Um, I didn't know what career to choose. Um, right from uh, I, I had done my bachelor's in psychology, which Uh, I, I enjoyed the subject. Uh, I was interested in hotel management. I was, uh, you know, uh, thinking about uh, teaching many things, just about everything uh, that that one could. Um, but I, so I took that year off, thinking, you know, I'll figure things out. And it also happened to be the year that Gujarat saw, um, you know, the Godhra riots um, in in Feb and March 2002. And I, uh, a, a relative, uh, sort of called me up and said, you know, there are volunteers who are going to help at the relief camps. Uh, would you like to go? Since you seem to have time off. And I just said yes. It was it was the year I was saying yes to everything. So I said yes. I had no real uh, again exposure or exactly what had transpired or what I what was in store for me. Uh, but I landed up thinking, you know, uh, it, it should be interesting. Um, and it was supposed to be a week long uh, sort of uh, volunteer engagement. Uh, and a friend of mine and I came went from Delhi. We stayed on for um, pretty much that year. We went back and forth and uh, you know lived uh, with. Uh, you know, other volunteers like ourselves went to relief camps every day. Uh, interacted with families who had seen uh, and experienced violence. Interacted with women who had seen the worst kind of violence possible. Um, 
every day was traumatic actually to have to to live through that with those families uh, and yet it was really the only place we wanted to be uh, there was suddenly there was this relationship that that we developed with people who you know we would never have come in contact with and become friends with uh, i still cherish some of those friendships and relationships i have now with families uh, who have you know moved on and 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 uh, are doing better but i think that was it for me um that you know working with people being in a space where one can just exchange hope and uh, you know uh, contribute i think really in a way that uh, helps each other grow move whatever it takes I, that's that I realized that okay the development sector is where I wanted to be and I need I wanted to work with people so that was uh, that was uh, my turning point what brought me here and so of course so it's uh, yeah sorry I just wanted to add to that the issues of therefore issues of inclusion um communalism later on disability rights because that was another experience I had uh, gender of course these these became sort of in a sense pet passions and within all of that the umbrella for all of that were was youth centric was young people's leadership uh, because of my own personal experience also of that sort of uh, uh, phase so you were really young then right and so thanks a lot for sharing this and you also brought out gender based violence and we all know that gender based violence in its normal regular form is in a particular way but when there is conflict and there's dispute then the violence against women and girls sort of takes on a different uh, shape and form in itself you also brought in uh, issues of inclusion and intersectionality when you spoke about disabilities and things like that yeah. so it sort of leads me to my next question which is about what aspect of feminism do you as kanika connect with most i think it would be choice maybe uh, and i think choice also can be very loaded because even understanding what choice is and believing you have a choice when actually that's just uh, that's not true uh, so i think really digging deeper into what choice means for me as an individual i am raising two daughters for them also i find uh, i find myself slipping back into many things that my parents as very progressive parents but uh, you know for their times and even now uh, did but i i find it um, Uh, it's interesting because every day when you kind of uh, reflect on who you are as a feminist uh, you kind of hold up the mirror and you see your as a woman as someone who claims to be a feminist you're you know screwing up a lot uh, while raising two daughters um, so i think that really is for me choice is the big one um, and deconstructing it constantly deconstructing it constantly sort of reassessing what it really means and breaking all your own notions around what you think Uh, was your own choice think that would be it okay very very interesting because a choice is something that's very very integral to each of us we make them at different points and we have different rationales for making them at every single stage and then i like the point where you say that you can take back your choice to your ideology in some sense right and then you say have i sort of aligned with it or not so uh, it's a very interesting point that you made about choice earlier you mentioned that in your journey of activism you also started building youth groups and started to engage with youths in various issues particularly again with intersectionality or inclusion and various aspects so how do you see building communities that have power so these could be communities of youth self so how do you build communities that have power as well as resilience to address say specifically issues of gender based violence and what would you do for those communities so that they have it in them innately to show resistance as well as to be able to question norms that actually sort of reinforce gender based violence 
So, you know, in, in uh, our approach to youth work, uh, I think what is core is the young person themselves. So, the uh, sort of, uh, we, we use the term Jagrik, uh, which is, you know, Jagruk Nagrik, uh, where uh, it's not just about an active citizen, but it is about a self-aware, awakened active citizen. So, somebody, so this um, this work on self, I think, is what is key to, uh, to much of what you're saying, is, you know, to build that resilience, uh, to uh, build your voice. You need to really discover who you are and you also need to discover what what you want to change about yourself and how you're going to do it and that that entire journey is vested inside within the young people uh you you will support it as a facilitator as a youth worker as a mentor as a parent whoever you may be um there is a role you have to play but that journey of discovering who you are and who you want to be and who you want to constantly be there isn't an end goal there is a constant evolution of you as a person as it is for all of us so i think that's really what helps that that sort of voice, the agency that we talk about, the ability to um, resist, the ability to just sort of step out uh, and to also the ability to know that you can change your mind, the ability to not have to be. So I think activism is often confused with uh, sides and with a a certain philosophy that cannot be changed. And and you have to be then fighting with the person who's on the other side. I think it's very much about understanding that minds can change and you need to change yours just as someone else does. So I think that uh, recognizing that you're on a constant journey and starting with the self as the core, uh, I think that's what possibly is, you know, helps. So a nimbleness in us to be able to you know sort of not take positions all the time but be able to hear the other look at the intersubjectivity of things understand the other person and then sort of actively work according to the situation and context is what you're saying yeah so you were talking about jagrik right jagrik Jagrik. which is uh, an awakened citizen right so you also have this program called Gender Jagrit, right. right? which is to be awakened around the issues of gender. Yeah. So what would your message, uh, Kanika, really be for India's youth today? And I'm saying to India as well, you know. Uh, so a message to India, uh, India's youth uh, of today to take up issues of gender justice. So what do you think that they should do in their own sort of spaces, in their families? It could be within families, within their interpersonal relations as, you know, sort of homogeneous communities. It could extend to their streets. It could extend to their cities. So what would that message be? And how do you think they should take up issues of gender justice? You know, so again, I would say that it's something that I would really urge for it to start with the self. Every young uh, boy, every young man, every young girl, uh, for it to start with that search within themselves also to really... You know, there are lots of gender, gen, so-called gender champions out there uh, who have been taught that, yes, equality is a good thing. And you can't fight that statement, right? How can you, uh, no one's going to say, no, we, you know, in today's day and age, uh, very few people will stand up and say that girls should not be treated equally. However, finding that truth within yourself to really uh, believe that to also to then have the wherewithal to fight that, whether you have to fight it within your own household, for your sister, uh, for yourself, whatever it may be. Uh, so I think these uh, these journeys require a certain, in in Hindi, as you say, jaddo jahed, with yourself. Uh, and that's the, in fact, we, uh, the organization that I represent, the mutiny, that's what it is. It's the first mutiny is within. Uh, so you have to begin that conversation with yourself, truly believe it. Uh, it's not about just what you do out there on the streets, because that will change as soon as you do. Uh, what you do on the street, streets 
will automatically change. Uh, when it happens in the reverse, um, then that change isn't sustainable. It doesn't really last. So um, I think that's that's what I would I would really um, urge young people to embark on journeys of self discovery, uh, where uh, they, and they do it with peers to make the effort to do it with peers who are different from themselves to understand realities that are not their own. So which means uh, across gender, uh, you know, across caste, class, religion, everything, and to seek the right kind of support. Uh, and I think young people have the wisdom to know what. kind of support is uh, as adults as grown ups i i feel we need to ensure that we are creating that enabling kind of space but yeah i would i think it's out there i think young people uh, really just need to embark on that journey thank you so much uh, kanika i think what you said in terms of you know breaking down the word community um so it's it's quite powerful you know and the way you expressed it it's really really powerful to say that the mutiny is within oneself and it's important for us to understand and introspect within ourselves because unless we've been able to realize the change and embody it for ourselves we will not be able to champion it for others or even for you know within our own space so that's yeah. really important i uh, would like to hear from you if you could share something that has worked well in this way of thinking you know in the way you've engaged with youth in the issues of gender and gender justice and in actually sort of me come making this whole mutiny in myself come alive for someone uh, could you just share an instance or maybe like a story of some somewhere for someone that this has happened and what did it actually manifest to uh so um uh, lots of uh, stories uh sort of, sort of popping in my mind right now and i'm just trying to think uh, of you know the most relevant but you know we we have this game so one way of you know so when i say young people uh sort of urge them to sort of get on the self uh, identity quest and find themselves uh, it is also about finding those opportunities that allow you to do that and we uh, create so we have a large ecosystem of organizations and individuals who invest a lot of uh, time with young people creating these experiences um and one such co created experiences is this game called samvidhan life be a jagrik that's where the term jagrik actually first started off and this this is it's a game on the constitution so constitution is something that is completely archaic and young people don't relate to and we said okay no we need to gamify it we need to make it something that's fun interesting and yet transformational uh, and so i won't go into the details of the game but uh, basically what it does is you know based on fundamental rights and duties uh, there are some social self and social action tasks that young people uh, have to do and that gives them an experience of that particular what that right or what that duty means or should mean uh, and so whether or not it's uh, you know to what extent is it actually being lived out in their own lives so a small um, experience like uh, swapping a gender role in your family for a day for 24 hours um, and it seems really tiny but when you do that for 24 hours and there is suddenly a new understanding and experience of what your mother does what your father does and uh, whether or not it should be like that and why is it like a lot of questioning a lot of that happens you know as well uh, so one is an appreciation for maybe what the person does and the role that they play where uh, for example we had a lot of young people say i suddenly realized how important housework is and i have new found respect for you know my mother who spends all day doing this um there there were others who would say things like um i'm not sure why only my mother does, does this uh, i have enough time as a boy in the house i'm studying and I, you know i could easily contribute and cook the meals um 
so just you know so so it's a small piece but it suddenly does some churning within you another one just quickly i wanted to share was this young girl who uh, took up the challenge of you know talking about menstruate myth myths around men- menstruation in her household where you know she wasn't allowed to go into the kitchen and uh, usual typical things and uh, it led to i think she went in and you know she it created some little uh, chaos in the house for that moment and her discovery of the constitution was so empowering for her because she said all this while i didn't know that i had another op- option i didn't know that there was something stalking to me that told me i could do this you know i knew what my parents were saying there were norms in the home i know what my religion is telling me which is the basis for the norms in the home i didn't know there was also such a thing as a constitution that was telling me i can walk into my kitchen whenever i want and now that i know it it changes everything for me so i think just those things you know where uh, ki uh, you know hamara agar hamara religion i mean between the religion and the constitution i suddenly have a choice uh, i can you know there is something that that uh, kind of uh, i can uphold and say okay no this is the way i i will choose to follow my life i don't have to do it based on the other book <laughs> so uh, i think there's some of those experiences yeah thank you so much kanika i think it comes back to your original point of choice matters a lot you so it's quite a natural example for you to bring out because you're actually being able to see it alive or you know sort of uh, in action in someone else through your work right where something that means a lot to you is actually being embodied by someone else is a beautiful thing to remember no wonder you remember it because it matters to you a lot So thank you so much for your time and uh, we're very very grateful and we hope that we we can be a small part of the larger piece that of work that's happening with you community uh, as well as the whole gender jagrik piece that's um, happening and uh, we're very 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 happy that you're now a part of this wider group uh, so thanks a lot once again thank you so much priya i just wanted to also say that i bring with me also i'm also representing vartalit vartalit coalition which is where uh, jagrik is coming together and it's it's lovely it's a fantastic ecosystem of uh, of you know really people who are uh, so focused on um and really truly believe in the power of young people and youth leadership very much like durga so uh, really happy to be representing both here Durga's fireside chat hosted by Priya Varadarajan